Today, I'm going to share with you one simple mindset hack that could completely change everything for you in your business and start actually pushing you towards the goals that you set for yourself this year. This is extremely powerful. So you're going to want to take notes and be open-minded. Let's go. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 323 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And today we're getting into some mental, some some cheat codes, some mental mindset hacks that are, are so extremely powerful. If you grasp the concept and then you have the discipline to to put it into practice. It's uh, it, This is very simple, but it's going to take some practice. It's not just like you flip a switch and you're done. If it was that easy, everyone would have done this shit already. But uh, you're going to like this episode, and I'm going to get into exactly how to use it, in which situations, and examples of those things. Before we get started, uh, we still have one spot available for my CMO, my 60-day chief marketing officer program that I I only work with three agents at a time doing this. So for 60 days, I will literally become your chief marketing officer. We're going to dive into your business. I'm going to help you make decisions. We're going to we're going to really audit where you're at so that we can see what you need to do exactly to get to where you want to go based on your goals. Uh, so this is I love doing this because th- these 60 days that that we're together that I'm your your uh, chief marketing officer, we make so much progress and so much growth happens and. I see agents triple their sales in, in the first year after we do this because we're finally able to get focused and aligned and we trim fat, we cut expenses, we, we may add certain things, uh, that, but we're careful not to just add a bunch of extra stuff because that's not always productive either. So in other words, I will become your chief marketing officer for 60 days. I'm taking applications. We have one more spot available. And to do that, you go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash CMO for chief marketing officer, of course, and do that one spot left. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit picky on, on who I'm working with, but don't let that discourage you. If you're entrepreneurial, if you are coachable, if you're teachable and you're willing to make an investment in yourself and in your business and really commit to the work, then you're somebody that I want to talk to and, and work with massiveagentpodcast.com slash CMO. Make sure that you're also adding to your tool belt, keeping current matters, an incredible tool. I, mean, I call it a tool, but it's a, it, you basically get a bunch of great brains and information and perspective at your fingertips with keeping current matters. Learn more about that and, and try it for free over at trykcm.com slash BAM. And then check out BAMX, one of the most valuable real estate communities in our industry. You get online courses, you get access to, to great agents that are doing big things, and you get discounts on BAM events. Uh, they just announced BAM camp is happening in Washington, D.C. I believe it's first week of June. So all sorts of amazing stuff happening with BAMX. Make sure if you're going to join BAMX, you save yourself some money. So use discount code MASSIVE at checkout and save yourself some money on the annual plan. MassiveAgentPodcast.com slash BAMX. Or you can find that on the nowbam.com website. Let's talk about this mental hack, this mindset hack. So 
Back on episode 276, if you guys really want to hear more of this story that I'm about to, to briefly tell you, go back to, I believe it was April of 2023, but episode 276 with Neil Mathweg. So Neil is, he's one of the most incredible real estate coaches and leaders in our industry. He used to be the CEO of his brokerage. He's sold a thousand plus homes himself as an agent. And now he runs a team uh, in multiple states and he, just an incredible human being. But what's really impressive, and, and stick with me here, okay? Hang with me. He's lost well over 100 pounds so far just by doing this one little mindset hack, right? So I'm going to explain how he did it, and then I'm going to explain exactly how you can use it as a real estate agent to grow your sales, to put yourself on the path to actually building a business if that's what you want to do, or maybe sell more homes but spend less time doing it, whatever your goals are. This hack will help you do it. So what Neil did, he didn't do some crazy diet. He didn't, he wasn't like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do 75 hard and I'm going to only eat a thousand calories a day and I'm going to work out 47 times a week. He didn't do anything extreme. The only thing he changed is his minute to minute decision making and his thought process. So he just, what Neil told me, and this is so genius. Please, if this interests you, go listen to the full story on, on episode 276. All he did to lose over 100 pounds, and then some, I, I should probably, I think he's he's losing a lot of weight, like well over 100 pounds now, and it just keeps falling off. The, the guy looks incredible. It started by just asking himself all day throughout the day, what would a healthy person do? What would a healthy person do in this situation? So one of those, one of those examples for him in this context was he pulled up to a gas station. He was going to go inside to get some food or something, and he saw a bunch of unhealthy people, overweight people coming out with you know, all the shit that you buy at a gas station, right? These giant sodas that are glowing green. Uh, yeah, that's healthy. And uh, you know, he, he had this realization. He's like, wait a minute, healthy people don't eat at gas stations. So he left. He didn't go into the gas station. He also noticed healthy people drink a lot of water. They carry water bottles with them. They're active. They go on walks. And so he just started to ask, what would a healthy person do in this situation? When he sits down for a snack or a meal, he asks, what would a healthy person do? What would an in-shape person do? And just by asking that question and then pretending, if you will, or acting like the healthy person, over time, he became one. He, he, and he didn't do anything drastic. He just started to ask, what would a healthy person do in the situation? So I'm extremely proud of him. But what's so cool about that story is it translates into everything else in life and, and business. So for example, if you are somebody, no matter where you're at in your journey, you could be a brand new real estate agent. You haven't sold shit yet, which by the way, keep going because if you can sell one house, you can sell a thousand. It, that's just, it's just what it is, right? It, I, I need to look this up. I think it took me six months to, to sell my first house, but that, that lead was given to me by my uh, by my team at the time, I, I say team in air quotes because it's not like the the high powered sales teams of today. It was more like a a couple people who who were just helping me out and throwing me a bone from time to time. So I think it still took me like six months to close a deal. Or if you're somebody that you're selling a bunch but you're burned out, you don't know how to remove yourself from the equation and start to build leverage. It, it, this applies no matter where you're at. So first off, define who it is that you want to be. Like, what does that look like? Do you just want to be a top producer? I mean, for simplification, let's just say top producer, right? And that means whatever the hell you want it to mean. 
to some of you, a top producer is, you know, 30 sales a year. Some of you, it's, it's 2000, whatever top producer is somebody that sells a shitload of houses and makes a great living. Right. And of course, you, if you've listened to the show before, please don't just focus on the production and the sales numbers and how many units you're selling, because that you could be a miserable human being. You could be a horrible parent, a horrible spouse, because you're never there for your wife and kids uh, because you're out there selling all these houses by yourself. So just because you're selling a shitload of houses doesn't mean you have it all figured out, right? You know what I'm saying? So let's say your goal is to just be a top producer or to be a team leader, right? Let's go with team leader because you guys are entrepreneurs. You, you all want to build a business. So some version of a team, right? It, there's lots of different versions. My version of a sales team is different than yours and all of that, right? So you want to be, you're a solo agent, you're selling some houses, but you want to build leverage so that you can sell a bunch more without it taking more of your time. Great. So you want to go from solo to having, let's say 20 agents. So in every situation, so from the moment you wake up in the morning, from then when you get to your office, when you have lunch, when you're talking with people on the phone, when you're doing your follow-up, when you're doing prospecting, when you're recording content, every interaction you have, you have to ask yourself, what would a team leader do? If What would the agent do that has 25 agents? That changes everything. Because if you just keep going along, if you're a solo agent and you just keep going along acting like the solo agent, you're just going to keep doing more of solo agent activities. Again, that's not necessarily a bad thing if that's what you want, if that's what you want. But if you want to grow into something bigger, you have to start thinking and acting like the person who has that thing. It's very simple, but it takes discipline. This is not something you're going to master today, right? It, you have to remind yourself to do this all the time, enough to where it becomes habit. That might take a month. It might take two months. I don't know, but it's worth it. So when you're meeting with buyers, you're sitting in a buyer consultation and you ask yourself, what would a top producer do? Well, they would make it first off. What you wouldn't do is say, Hey, 24 seven, I'm available. If it's three in the morning, text me. I'm your, I'm your agent. That's what a solo agent does. That's what a burned out solo agent does. So don't do that shit. What a top producer or a high powered team leader would do in that situation is they would set expectations. They would say, here's how it works. I have now if this depends on if you have assistants or showing agents or someone who's going to show the properties other than you. So let's just for simplification, it's all on your shoulders. You could just say, Hey, no matter what, no matter what time it is, I'll, I'll help you. Just let me know. We'll go see one home or 10,000 houses. I don't care. You know, whatever it takes That's solo agent stuff, burned out solo agent stuff. So instead you ask yourself, what would the team leader do? Well, they would set expectations to train the client to respect your time, right? And you would make, you would talk about your team. So your transaction coordinator, that's your team. That's your assistant. Here's how it's going to work. Okay. We're going to go out and look at houses. We're going to, you know, when it's time to write an offer, I'm going to write it for you. Once we get an offer accepted, I pass it off to my assistant and then they're going to take over with A, B, C, and D. Then it's time for appraisal. It's time for inspection. My assistant will order that. They'll schedule it, blah, 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 right? You start talking about your team and your systems and your resources so that they start to, so your buyers start to get the impression you're a professional. You're a professional and, and you're in demand because you can't just be on call 24 seven. You let them know, I check my emails at 9 a.m. and 2 p.m., for example, 
if you do that or not, but just get the point. You let them know, hey, I'm available. If you want to see these houses, I could do it at 10 a.m. or at 2 p.m. on Saturday. You give them choices rather than, hey, you just let me know when you want to do it. There's a big difference. You, you see the difference between solo agent mentality and top producer slash team leader mentality. And it starts with how you act. So when you sit down at your desk, time management, if you're a solo agent, you're trying to do all these little things. If you are running a business, if you're the CEO of your team, the CEO of your real estate business, you're sitting down and you're like, okay, here's all these things I have to do. Who can I pass these off to? Oh, these certain activities over here, checking email, responding to this administrative stuff, blah, 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 blah. I can hire a VA to do that stuff. So you're looking for other people to put into those seats to free up your time so that now you have a team all working, right? You're going to spend a lot less time scrolling social media and wasting time if you're thinking like a CEO. If you just have all the time in the world because everything's on your shoulders and you know, it's much easier to all of a sudden waste an hour on TikTok. But if you if you feel like and act like and have told yourself, I'm the CEO, let's act like it, you're gonna be more productive. You're gonna you're gonna time block better, you're gonna be a slave to your calendar in a good way. The, the word slave is not usually used in a positive connotation, but in this case it is. You your calendar controls your day, right? So you live and die by the calendar. Time management is such a big deal, right? CEOs don't waste time and they try to figure out how to buy back more of their time. So if you're somebody that's driving across town to, to pick up your signs or to put in signs, put the lock boxes on, or you're doing all this stuff, why do you have to be the one that does that stuff? What if you found someone that you could pay 20 bucks, 50, whatever, right? You pay someone else to go put up your signs and take them down. I don't care if it would only take you 35 minutes to do. That's not the point. The point is that's not your department. That's not your job. Your job is client communication, content creation, follow-up, prospecting, actually meeting with clients and showing properties and making offers. Those are income-producing activities. That's what the CEO does. You don't need to be the one editing your videos at a certain point. Maybe for a time. First, I mean, you have to, you have to build towards it. If you don't have the budget to hire an editor or to hire a videographer or to hire virtual assistants or or whatever, you have to start planning on it. But you can't just wait until you have the money to do it to start thinking like a CEO. You have to start thinking like it now. Then you start building towards those things. This is a very very big deal. When you are going into a listing presentation, if you're all nervous, thinking, "Oh, I, I really hope I get this." I really need this deal. I really need this commission check. Oh my God. Um, it, they can feel it. Your sellers can absolutely, I say your sellers, they're not, they're not your sellers yet. Okay? The, the, the potential sellers, your potential client, they can feel when you're needy. They can feel that. That's, that's what Tom Ferry calls commission breath. They feel that neediness. But if you walk in there because you, were, you sat in your car and you, and you thought, okay, how would a top producer show up to this appointment? They would show up like they don't need the business. They want it. They're going to do their best to get it. They don't need that. If they don't get it, on to the next one. Abundance. So you sh once you're sitting in your car and you give yourself that little pep talk and you ask yourself, what would the top producer do in this appointment? You'd walk in more confident. You would walk in without being needy. 
you'd be totally focused on their needs and helping them meet their meet their goals and showing them what you can do to actually get them to their goals. And you may even, what a top producer would do, you may find out based on the seller situation, they shouldn't sell their house or maybe not now, or maybe they should not, not sell it, rent it out, buy something else. But if you're just the solo agent, you're just trying to do another deal. You're thinking more about yourself. You just are. I've been there. I know how it is. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm saying you're a human being. You're thinking about your own financial needs. You're thinking about your own goals. A top producer knows that those goals will get hit if they just push them to the side and focus on the seller. So if you're not thinking and acting like that top producer, you're going to show up differently and you're going to get beat by the top producer. You're going to get beat out by the other agents who have a higher vibrating mindset and a higher vibration energy than you do. Every situation you're in in real estate, you're sitting at an open house, people are coming in. If, if you're a solo agent and you're just like, hey, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll send you this, I'll do that. What if you just changed your language to, we will send you this, my team will send you this, my team will check on that, my assistant, my partner, we will do that, we will check on that for you. You start saying we instead of I when you are a team. Such a subtle difference, but it makes a big difference. Think about when you go into a doctor's office. Some of you have heard me use this analogy before. How weird would it be? You go into the doctor's office and the doctor that you're there to see is sitting at the front desk and he's like, hey, you know, welcome. He's on the computer pulling up your file. Then he goes to the back and grabs your your hard file. And then he's like, okay, you know, here, your copay is this much or he's handling payment. And then he's like, come follow me. And your doctor's the one that brings you back to the room. And then you walk in and then he starts doing doctor shit. That would be so weird, right? You would find that doctor to be unprofessional. You would lose, the doctor would lose credibility in your eyes because of that situation, because they were doing everything. That's <laughs> doctors and dentists and, and attorneys, they have assistants, they have receptionists, they have uh, paralegals, they have people to do all the non-income-producing activities. Those activities are still necessary and they still get done. It's just not by the primary top producer, not by the what, uh, not, not breadwinner. What the hell's the word? The rainmaker. Breadwinner. You know what I mean? So when you go into the doctor's office, the receptionist is like, oh, here, go wait, go wait in the corner for 45 minutes for your fucking appointment. There's, even though you're pissed off that you have to wait, you're on time for your appointment, but your doctor is never on time. There's still something about it where you don't lose. You don't see the doctor as less credible just because they have a team and they have systems in place and they seem busy. They seem in demand and that's what you need to create for yourself, but you'll never do it unless you start to ask yourself, what would a top producer do in this situation? How would a top producer act? What would they say on the phone? What kind of energy would they show up to an appointment with? This is a big deal. So there's a lot that you do in your day, a lot that you do in your career. There's a lot of situations that we didn't cover here with examples, but you can fill in the blanks. It becomes easy if you just burn that one question into your brain. What would the top producer do in this situation? What would the business owner, what would the CEO do in this situation right now? All day, every day, that's what you're doing. You 
all of a sudden start to take charge and you start to control your day, control your schedule. You start to build credibility for yourself because you appear in demand. You appear wanted. You appear like your time is valuable. And then you start to get clients who value your time. They are grateful for the time you give them. And you're still giving them great service, but the way they see it is different. If you're just a door opener and you're just at their beck and call at any time, any place, it's, it's hard to respect someone like that, right? They, they may appreciate it, but they don't respect you as a professional. If you've ever had clients that don't respect your time, I hate to say it, that's your fault because you didn't train them to respect it. You didn't put certain systems in place. You didn't set expectations properly in the beginning. Yes, I know sometimes those clients are assholes and they won't respect you no matter what. Uh, Cut them to the curb. But most of the time, you can train people to respect your time. But you have to set expectations with confidence in the beginning. And that starts with having the confidence and thinking like the CEO from the get-go. Make that one little mindset shift. What would a top producer do in this situation? What would a healthy person do like Neil did? And if you do that day after day after day after day, pretty soon you're gonna look you're gonna look up and you're gonna be that top producer. You're gonna be that team leader, you're gonna be that healthy person. Because when you act like a certain person long enough, you become like that person. But it takes practice and it takes dedication. Thank you so much for listening this week. I'll be back next week with possibly the possibly. I be, I'm trying to think if there's a bigger one. Next week, I'm going to, it's the biggest announcement of my real estate career. The biggest decision of my real estate career, I'm going to announce next week. I'm excited for that. Stay tuned. See you guys soon.